0: Hello everyone, uh, this is Andrew Kissner. Welcome to Talk Talks. I'm the Director of Marketing at the Oxford Center, and today I have an awesome guest. Um, his name is Lee Mitchell, and he is one of our physical therapy assistants, or PTAs, as we call them. And um, you'll discover pretty quickly, he is from across the pond. Uh, he is British, English, however you'd wanna say that.
1: Not Australian.
0: Not Australian, exactly. And uh, I invited him on because Independence Day. Um, And I thought it'd be a fun episode uh, just to get to know him a little bit, uh, let you guys get to know him, um, and uh, we'll get right into this. Sorry, there was not a podcast last week. I was sick. Um, The whole family was sick. Everybody in my family was sick, and it wasn't good, um, and I could not get one recorded. So Uh, we've got a pretty good schedule moving forward. Um, A lot of people from the outside I'm pretty excited about uh, coming up, so definitely stay tuned. So we'll get right into it. Lee, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. Nice to see you. You bet. So first, how long have you worked at the Oxford Center? It's been a while.
1: Yeah, it's been, uh, I think a little over two years now. Um, I believe March, 2021.
0: March, 2021. was when
1: I first started. Yeah, this was my first full-time gig straight out of PTA school and I've right. been here since. Yeah.
0: How long is PTA school? Um, it can be...
1: <laughs> they, they, how long
0: they, did you take and how long should it be? It,
1: it, they <laughs> say when you're playing, oh, it's a two-year degree. It's an associate's degree at a community right. college. But you know, realistically it's like three because you have all your gen eds, you have right. all the in-between stuff. Right. So roughly two, two and a half years. And
0: where did you go? Was it local here?
1: It, yeah, it was at Mott. Okay, um, awesome. So, you know, Mott are based in Flint and uh, they have a really cool, fancy lab facility out in Fenton, which is where I live. Yeah. And, um, which was, you know, really convenient. Um, so
0: yeah. Awesome, so what brought you To the U.S.
1: specifically here. Specifically, yeah. What brought you here? What everyone's always like, why Fenton? Why Fenton?
0: Not necessarily Fenton, but like, (laughs) were you? I want to study there. I just want to visit. I want to go to school. See what happens.
1: So I originally came here um, as part of a. It's an exchange program run by a company called Camp America, which is actually kind of a global um, setup where they recruit um, international folks to come and work at summer camps. Oh, cool. So I came over on a visa that allows you to work for the summer. At first I did it with my best friend at home. Okay. He ended up in a camp in Minnesota and I was just kind of randomly drafted, placed, whatever you want to put it, <laughs> right here. And um, in Phantom up at Camp Niconic And um, was it a kid's <clears throat>
0: kids camp I'm guessing? Like yep, summer
1: camp? Yep, it's a kid's camp um, and it's a lot of fun. Um, I definitely learned a lot. That's why I, I, I learned that I really uh, you know, I was passionate about working with kids and that's kind of, you know, where I wanted to go with a career path. And um, what was really cool about that particular experience is we would have different partnership groups mm-hmm. that would work with kids um, from various walks of life. So that we, we had a camp for kids with type 1 diabetes. Oh, and interesting. It's kind of like normalizing a camp experience for kids who might initially struggle with or need right. special setups um we we had camps for kids with autism at the time and uh crohn's and colitis cancer you name it
0: yeah it um, makes a lot of sense when they got they they fit they fit in mm-hmm. you know somebody with type whatever diabetes type one type two yeah. everyone there has that you know so mm-hmm. you don't have to worry about i guess necessarily maybe the the kids being kids aspect of camp, you know, um, going in with with a disability and not understanding that.
1: Um, I mean, that's, you know, that was was kind of the the idea with it, is that, you know, let them be a kid instead of having to worry about maintaining the disease, living in and out of hospitals or whatever, you know. Um, You know, kids from a very young age, especially with diabetes, they can get diagnosed with it, and they have to learn a lot of responsibility from that age. Um, So, uh, and with diseases like that, it could be hard to manage energy levels like oh you think of summer camp you think of there's all these amazing things zip lines, swimming in the in the lake and, and all the rest and it takes a lot of monitoring right for that. So there was there's definitely a lot of help from medical professionals during it, which you know we're all grateful for. Um, but it was it was very eye opening, lots of uh, learning which was really cool. And uh, yeah.
0: Awesome. So did they what What made you sign up for the exchange program? (laughs) Um,
1: Honestly, I just thought it would be a a cool chance to see the world. You know, like, oh, come work in the U.S. And then afterwards, my first year, I did it because I would continue coming back summer after summer until I eventually moved here um my friend and i uh we met up in chicago and we spent the next two or three weeks traveling around the country that's awesome yeah it was a great opportunity and uh i'd highly recommend doing anything like that right. you know it was like nice. do they have those programs the in the
0: u.s They're like are we are, are people in the u.s going you know what i want to go elsewhere <laughs> 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 usually i guess it doesn't happen that's a good
1: question i think you have things like what's it called people to people i don't know i think never heard of that i think like president carter set it up or something where people i know i've, I've met friends here who They've gone to Australia or New Zealand. Oh, that'd be cool. And the, the idea is to like kind of, you know, it's like a cultural education thing. Oh, yeah. For like um, two to four weeks at a time. And uh, so that's that's worthwhile. Any, any opportunity to go and see the world, you, you, you can't go wrong.
0: Right. Yeah, we had uh, growing up, my senior year of high school, um, and I don't know the organization, but we got a call, I think my school got a call and said, hey, we have a German exchange student Mm. that is looking for a school. A, a, they wanted a private school and a Christian school and whatnot yep. to, to go to. And uh, they just made an announcement in chapel, of, you know, talk to your parents if you're interested in hosting this kid for a year. And I was like, that'd be sweet. He's like, he was my age. I didn't have a brother. I had a you sister. Who was it, how, yeah, we hosted him.
1: Do you learn German?
0: No, I uh, should have. In uh, fact, if I could go back on oh, my biggest <laughs> regret of, like, I had somebody that spoke fluent German, obviously, fluent English. Mm-hmm. He's had like six, eight years of, of English. Yep. And, um, and I wish, if I go back, I would have said, hey, can you teach me German? Because that would have been so awesome. Yeah. Yeah, my sister was at college. It was just me and him. We were best buds. His name was Reuven. Reuven? Uh, Reuven. And uh, he was a great asset to our soccer team at a small Naturally. private school. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he he, upped the ranks pretty good. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he was, he was great. We were just best friends. Um, and, so, I never knew that. That's so cool. Yeah. And there was no exchange. Um maybe uh, that, that i know of you know they oh were, he just came here he just came here okay um his family came back um came and visited and we got to know them a little bit he cooked us a couple of meals did you go there i didn't go there no oh, um, go i do man. want to he's a vet he's a, a vet now a veterinarian oh very um, cool. for like okay. farm animals if i remember correctly he's okay. married has a kid um, life's definitely different um, yeah, the cultural fair, anyway. shock wasn't too big on him but there were several things that he didn't understand like slang I was like, hey, dude, yeah. let's go do it. He's like, what is dude? I don't <laughs> understand this dude. <laughs> so what was the biggest, what were some of the cultural shocks? And it's a lot, I think, less, diff- less prevalent now that you've got social media and everything is so universal now. But what were some, yeah. what were some of the things that were like, wow, that's different than what we do that's, at home?
1: That's a great question. So I think, I think for the most part, it wasn't that shocking for me. Um, you know, we, you know, in England, we grow up with, American music, TV, movies, all that stuff. We
0: are awesome. We produce good stuff. I don't know what else to you're tell you. You're all
1: right. You know, you're okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, I'm familiar with a lot of the lingo, a lot of the slang, a lot of yeah. the culture. Um, but there is one thing that stuck out to me when I first arrived that freaked me out. <laughs> and that's when driving, uh, turning right on a red light. Oh, interesting. When that happened, I I like clutched everything. It's like, it's like, what do you do when I was in my friend's car doing it? That was a cultural shock, but I got used to it quick.
0: So they don't do that. And, and... No, a
1: red light means you stop.
0: <laughs> always.
1: <laughs> Just yeah, always. This a red light. <laughs> <laughs> and ours, are like, I don't see a sign. But, I can go. Know I'm on board with it though. It right. makes sense. It does. It makes sense. Um, I suppose the other one is not, especially in the Midwest, where you know we're in Michigan. It's the, you know the automobile. Capital of the country, right. um, not being able to walk everywhere right. or public transport. You know, I grew up forty-five minutes to an hour outside of London, where you know there's buses, trains, walking. Right. I didn't even own a car before I moved. It. I didn't need to.
0: Right? Did you have a, you had a driver's license? I assume
1: I was working on it at the time, and then I moved it. Right. <laughs> so I didn't. It, I could. I could take my time. You know. That's interesting. Um, but uh, yes, yeah, so that was definitely a big cultural thing. Um, not being able to walk everywhere.
0: Yeah, when obviously when you go to the bigger cities, that's more prevalent, but in this part of Michigan. Right. Yeah, but in your general, public transit is
1: For the most part most part across across the UK, yeah, you can get a train just about anywhere. Yeah,
0: true. I mean you can take a train probably from the UK to France and other, other areas, right? Yeah,
1: that's what's great about it. I mean the particular part I'm from, which is like southeast England, it's you know, you hop on the train, it's like a two to three hour train ride to Paris or or whatever, and then huh. you can get to other places like, you know, Amsterdam or Italy or Germany or whatever, yeah.
0: That would be so cool. I it, do want to go to Europe at some point.
1: Yeah, you got to do it,
0: man. And there's some, there's some cool places, and the, the ease of getting there seems really neat. Getting
1: around is really easy, especially when you're, um, so, you know, when I lived there, England was still part of the EU, right. and when you're in the you can freely flow between countries that have to worry about, right. like, border, you know, so that's really cool. Um, what I,
0: change that they've broken out of the, the the Brexit movement?
1: Honestly, I couldn't tell you um, because I just haven't lived there since.
0: Right. <laughs> or yeah, you've gone back several times, but you haven't. Yeah,
1: I haven't. Let's I have to Paris this country. Weekend. Yeah, I haven't. I don't know. I I would assume changes would be there's more passport control, there's more stopping at right. border. I but I couldn't tell you. Interesting. Um, but yeah, it's it's worthwhile. And what's really cool is there's a lot of European countries that speak good English. Yeah. Especially Scandinavia, the Netherlands, Belgium, Germany. Um, and you know it kind of makes us look bad, especially because we're not very good at speaking second languages. No, the you US. No, like you know, you go to oh, Denmark. No. They learn speaking English from like the age of three, right? You know? And then they're fluent. And it's um, well,
0: everyone wants to speak English. You know, I don't know. What it's to it's idea.
1: important. It is important, unfortunately, and I feel bad about it. But uh, I'm trying to learn Spanish at the moment. Oh, that's to, cool. I'm going to go to Spain soon. But um... Uh, yeah. It, it, Europe is well worthwhile. Yeah. I don't really think it matters what part you go to, to be honest with you. It's.
0: it's I've heard it's relatively inexpensive to travel. It depends to, when you go. To, to, well, I meant like to, when you're in Europe to go, if you want to oh, go to France in general. or want to go to, you know, Belgium or wherever, yeah. it's reasonably inexpensive.
1: I've, I've heard actually Italy is quite cheap, um, and especially the Amalfi Coast, which is, you know, known for being just insanely gorgeous. Yeah. Um, I've heard it say it's it's very affordable.
0: They're paying people now. I, I saw a TikTok, they're paying people um, to come to like retire in Portugal. Oh really? Yeah. Why? Um, it's a beautiful. The videos were beautiful. <laughs> I don't know.
1: Oh yeah, don't get me wrong. It's a beautiful country. I'm just like. But why like, retireable? I I don't
0: know. Maybe it's the type of community they want. But I heard that you can get okay. um, certain like grants and whatnot um, to move to Portugal. And okay. Some the really, details on that. Right. I don't do that. <laughs> I know. I
1: would love to live in Portugal. It's a very beautiful country. Yeah. Yeah,
0: um, and things are they, like there's a TikTok person I follow, and things are so cheap there. They're, like you can get an awesome meal for for four bucks.
1: Yeah, there's. Or you can you know um, rent
0: a, rent a flat or whatever they call it. Flat. <laughs> Is that what they call it? Is it flat? It's like I heard Portugal
1: people like a villa or something a Villa. Like I don't that, know. That, yeah. You can rent. Flat and you limit, can
0: rent yeah. a house or whatever. Yeah. A place to live for like four or five hundred dollars a month yep. like really inexpensive compared to there's
1: that. an instagram page it's just fun to look at i have no intention of you know acting on it but it's called um i think it's called your cheap dream home and they take all these beautiful like stone cottages and like just gorgeous houses in like ireland and france yeah. portugal spain wherever and they are so cheap. It's really? they're like less than 100000 sometimes. Oh, my goodness. Like, and it's it's like, yeah, I could live there for the rest of my life. Yeah. For sure. I don't mind learning French or whatever just to go. Right. There, yeah. Yeah,
0: Portuguese.
1: Portuguese is that quite. That might be tough. <laughs> yeah, that might be tough. It's quite similar to Spanish. from where Start I got now it. and retire there. Yeah. A lot of people say, like, oh, you learn, you know, one of those Latin languages. The rest are easy once you right. go. True. But, yeah. Uh, I, don't know. I, I took
0: many years of Spanish, and yeah. man, I, I can read a little bit, but I, I could never speak it.
1: I think listening is tough as well. Yo, yeah. Listening it's so Richard, fast. It's so fast. It's I, so fast. I can't,
0: I can't get it. Yeah, I can read and, and dissect it, and like, oh, this is probably what it is. Yeah,
1: I do. I, I use Duolingo, and they have that. You know when you do the listening exercises, and they have the little, like, tortoise but, <laughs> to make it speak slower. And I'm using it all the time because I just can't right. figure it out. My
0: brain can't process that fast to to translate no, the words in my head.
1: they can't. I can, I can read, write, and speak it pretty decently, but listening, I can't even do it with English that well. <laughs> I learn another language. <laughs> it's not good. But, um, but yeah, it's well worth visiting Europe.
0: Awesome. So what's, um, what's the thing you miss most about England?
1: I'm, I'm going to put friends and family aside here because yeah, that's, that's a given. Right. Um, it's got to be the food. The food? Yeah, absolutely. We have
0: everything here. Man. What are you no, missing you, no, specifically? You don't.
1: No, you don't. <laughs> you have almost everything, apparently. Um, <laughs> well, it's funny because England gets like this stereotypical like, stick for having the worst food in the world, like British cuisine, like, oh, this right. is meat and potatoes. Yeah, it is meat and potatoes, but it's delicious. Though. It's really good meat and potatoes. Like, you don't have... And some of the things I can't believe I haven't caught on over here that Americans would love, like sausage rolls. What's or, a sausage roll? It's... It, <laughs> it's it's just um uh it's just like sausage meat and i made this at home the other day actually they're really good um sausage meat um wrapped in puff pastry okay you them talking about them a couple inches so it's like a link no not like a link like if you got like those those like bob evans like those weird patties oh it's
0: a a tuba sausage
1: it's like a tuba sausage and then you you know you mush it up with whatever whatever herbs you want to put in and then you kind of roll it out a log with your puff pastry, you roll it up, chop it into little sections, and you bake, bake it. Bake it, and that's it. But you can get long ones as well. There's there's a um, a really well known chain in England called Greg's. Greg's. That makes the best. Sa- their sausage, Is this a local thing? Like the they're, they're nationwide. They're,
0: oh, it's, uh, all across. Their
1: sausage rolls are so good. They make vegan ones. And I don't even know. the ve- I don't know. Even the vegan ones. I'm I'm not kidding. Like my, my best friend at home is vegan and he's uh, like, You gotta try these and I was the same. This is like, No, you're absolutely wrong. And I tried Ross, like, this is pretty
0: So what's the meat? It's pretty g- it's not some lab grown stuff, is it? Probably. Nah, I,
1: don't know. I I didn't care to like it was good. Yeah, just <laughs> it, it's great. so it's, a, it's fine, yeah. Um, <laughs> it tastes good. But yeah, that I'd say, you know, like you know, you hear of pies, you have savory pies. Yeah. Um, you know, like a beef and ale. And ours are all sweet, Curry sweet pie. sugar. Yeah, and that's good too. I love right. sweet pies, but yeah, you guys need to broaden your horizons here. For some, yeah, it's almost like the best way I can equate it is like a pot pie, yeah, or with puff pastry. I love pot pie. You and me both. I wish that's it wasn't so bad for you. It it's was, awful for you. Yeah,
0: most things we eat, especially in the US, are horrible for you, but they yeah. are delicious.
1: Yeah, they are delicious. It, <laughs> it, it, it's hard, it's hard to find good food that's not right.
0: Yeah because the bad stuff makes it good (laughs)
1: yeah it's 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 very difficult i mean you you know you learn over time you do for Um, sure but i i having said that you guys are really good especially if you go to certain places like i love to go to ann arbor for instance yeah you have such a wide breadth of like um cuisine
0: right there's like
1: ethiopian food down there and like i love ramen so you've got great ramen places down there um it's it's really good to see because you know america's a melting pot so it's cool to see what you know other immigrants have bought in and right what they're they're showing to you guys and or us i guess absolutely yeah so but yeah food is number one i think we have really good snacks too like, really yeah our po- oh yeah our, our potato chips we have like meat flavored potato chips again something i feel it like will catch on here but i haven't seen yeah like bacon flavored
0: potato chips so me and emily um I'll have to find the name of the the box. Maybe we can put it in the link in the description. Yeah. We we subscribed to this box. Okay. of goodies. So it was like snacks and you know chips and gummies and candy and you know pastries and things like that. They were all pre-packaged um, from different areas of the world. I'll find the information oh, on it. Oh, that's cool. It was so every month you got a box and depending on how much you paid the, was the size of the box. Yeah. It was so cool. Uh, because every month we'd get one from, you know, we'd get one from Spain or England or Germany yeah. or countries we've never even heard of. Yeah. And then they go around, they collect all these snacks and they ship them out. It was really cool.
1: Yeah, there's um, a thing on YouTube, I think like Lad Bible does it also. And they do yep. like snack wars. Have you seen yep. that? I love watching that. And I was really, really disappointed because Pedro Pascal was on one. And I love Pedro Pascal, he just seems like a lovely guy. And he badmouthed English snacks, and I was like, I was really upset. Dead to me. Give it a chance, you know. Like, uh, yeah, but teach their own. Yeah, teach their own.
0: I did watch one on YouTube um, of uh, British kids, uh, young adults, um, eating American snacks, and they were not all about them.
1: It depends what it is. Like, I tell you what, took a while for me to come around on was root beer.
0: Interesting. Did do you we, not have root beer there? Mm, I assume?
1: not. When I was growing, up. I don't know if they do now, but not when I was growing, up, we didn't. Interesting. And it, it, it I just thought it tasted like mouthwash that you get at the dentist. <laughs> it didn't taste good at all. But now I like it. It's good. Right, yeah. It's refreshing. Um, I don't know. I feel like a lot of snacks you guys have, we have anyway. Yeah. True. Um, especially now, um, you you can find a, a lot of um, like stores, especially around London with like American Snacks, like yeah. uh, Reese's has become huge there, I think. And all these companies have just
0: become global and just yeah. expanded. Uh, ingredients are different, though. Have you ever noticed that?
1: W- what in English So your ingredients news? for
0: your, your food oh. is different than the same oh, brand yeah. of food for us. Yeah, it, it's that because blows my mind. we
1: have different restrictions. Right. Yeah. Um, like you guys don't get certain things that we have for whatever reason, like Kinder Surprise eggs, which I grew up eating. Huh. Kinder, you guys kind of surprise? Yeah. Egg things it's,
0: that's a safety hazard, though. Is it? Oh. No, it's not. That's, it's they it's say a it safety it, hazard for yeah. idiots, but it's because you're the toy's inside, right? Yeah, but it's yeah. in, like, a capsule. So yeah, like... so somebody ate a toy, choked on it, that's, and now we have passed a law. We pass a law.
1: That's fair, but I think there's worse things. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, but the, my I, I try to... I think it's making its way out there a lot more American snacks. Like, my... I remember my, my youngest brother always wants me to bring back certain yeah, things. Yeah,
0: certain things.
1: He, he asked me to, oh, what was it? I guess Shaq had a soda. Oh, no. What I, oh, no what no. I'd I never heard of him. He's like, can you find a Shaq? And I Googled it, and, you know, it's been discontinued or whatever. But he's after this Shaq soda. I was like, where do you find this? <laughs> I Like, I would never even heard of it. And he really it loves Americans <laughs> haven't heard of this. Right. I mean, Shaq is everywhere. Anyway. Right. Um, but he really likes those little powdered donuts, those hostess ones. Yeah. And I was like, they're good, but out of all the American snacks.
0: Yeah. Of the snack game. You can Bring them some good ones.
1: I've, yeah, I've tried to convert them to other things. I've tried. <laughs> I remember actually when I was a, a, a kid, we visited Disney World. I was probably about 10. And I remember eating American cereal for the first time and just having my mind blown. Yeah. Because there was so much sugar it in it. So much sugar. Yeah. And I distinctly remember it was Fruit Loops as my first one. And then my favorite cereal to this day.
0: I like um, the them. Reese's Puffs. And Lucky yep. Charms, yep, those both are both awful for you. Um, in fact, I know I have a friend that works at Post, and they have different lines for different countries. So, like, they make all the cereal, mm-hmm. and they have they make the cereal for Canada here, the cereal for England or wherever, the cereal for the U.S. because the ingredients. Are very different. That's interesting. Same cereal, same picture on the box, same box, everything. Just because of restrictions. But they like Canada. They're using real sugar, real honey, real this. In the U.S. is all high oh, fructose and yeah. We'll just give you the cheap red number forty nonsense. and Ugh. yeah. So it's, it's just a beef I have.
1: It's it's funny because you know I roll my eyes at all these awful <laughs> things that are in food. I still eat it. It I makes know. no difference. It's I terrible. I get in
0: trouble. Emily yells on me, but I still eat it. Yeah, yeah, I I can't help it. It's so good. It is. But yeah. So you've worked here for a couple years. What's, um, and we love you, by the way. Um, God bless you. Like, I can't, well, actually, I I don't know how many times I've heard Tammy literally comment on how awesome of a, a, a PTA you are. That's kind I'm of being her. completely I th- honest with you. Um, she, you do a great job.
1: Thank you. I, th- I think that's all of us in in the PT and the services department. Honestly, I think we yeah. all kind of support each other pretty well. I'm very oh, yeah. lucky for that. That's probably one of the things I'm most. Uh, you have an grateful. awesome department. Yeah.
0: You really do. Very
1: great. It's not lost on me. I'm very grateful yeah. for it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I used to think I had the best department, but I don't know. You guys are gaining on me. No offense, but that's debatable. <laughs> so, <laughs> I love so, it. Yeah. Um, but no, I I love um, I love. Uh, and if you ever come in this building, my office has a window in the back, and then their PT room right across the hallway mm. has a windows all, all over, and so I I can see, uh, and I love watching you with the kids. Mm. I like, it just breathes a tear to my eye. Literally, they're just loving you. <laughs> oh, uh, and, you. and they're getting therapy, they're getting help.
1: Yeah, and that's actually probably one of the favorite things about my job is it's, you're playing with kids all day, but it's like with a purpose, with intention, right. and it's structured. And there are some days I'm like, I'm kind of thinking like, am I, am I working right now? Right, yeah. Am I, or am, I just, <laughs> am I just messing around? And I have to remind myself, no, this is for a reason. Like, you're right. not just goofing off. Like, right. You, know, um, well, you have to make
0: it fun. You have to make it entertaining. You have to get their attention and yeah. make it something they want to do.
1: Yeah, and that was uh, at first um, a challenge in a good way in the sense of, you know, every kid is different. You can't have... You know, throw a blanket one, one-way approach over everybody. Every, right. All the kids are different, right? So it was it was challenging, but also fun to get to know each of them as they are, what makes them tick, what right. motivates them, what they need, how they communicate. Um, you know, I, like I said, I've been here for over two years, so that's given me more enough time to, um, to figure that out. And um, yeah, that's awesome.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it
1: me both
0: so um as we kind of wrap up here what uh if you can what's your opinion of charles king of oh charles. no uh,
1: <laughs>
0: i'll try um, to i'll block the uk from seeing this don't worry about it that's Just speak okay
1: that's okay um he's all right i mean <laughs> i think he's a bit of a goober if i must. <laughs> I think he's sort of like, everyone, you know, loves, from what I can tell, loves Will and Kate, and it's like, all right, you can have your turn, just hurry up, you right, know, right. just get it over with so we can have Will come in. He's been we- <laughs> I mean, but I also feel bad for him having to wait so long. Um, yeah, I'm just, I am I guess impartial is the best way to right, put it. Right. He's just a bit of a dork.
0: Yeah, he is a bit of a dork.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry, Charles.
0: Yeah, it is what it is. It just- is.
1: <laughs> But he's done a lot of great work, though. He has done a lot of good work, apparently, for, like, the environment and everything, and that's great, um, among other things. Uh, But, yeah, he's just a bit
0: dweeby. Yeah, he's a bit... He's old, too. I
1: don't think he's a good representation of us,
0: I personally. Especially, you you went from the Queen, and she was a baller. She's a... Do you want to hear... (laughs) (laughs) I've watched stories on her to where my favorite one was people were, like, jogging or walking in the park. And it was the queen, and oh, I saw this, and some, like her security officer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they stopped, and she stopped, and talked to these people, and they had no idea she was the queen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and I think they, she said, "This is the security officer for the queen, or something." Introduced him. Yep. And they didn't connect the dots. They took a bunch of pictures with them, yeah, and not with the queen.
1: Right. I
0: I, I love her personality.
1: Oh, same. She's. I think she was a lot more laid back and had a good sense of humor than people realized. Um, and she was, just, it was, you know, just an incredible woman. Like, apparently, she was a mechanic during World War Two. Yeah. Um, my favorite anecdote of her was that um, apparently, this, I heard it, so I assume it's true. Um, the crown princes of Saudi Arabia or something were mm-hmm. visiting England, and at the time in Saudi Arabia, it was illegal for women to drive. Right. So they were driving around the, they were going around the grounds of Windsor. And uh, you know their visitors, the Saudi visitors, they hopped in the car, and apparently the Queen made sure she was the last one to get in, and it was the driver's seat. And then she drove <laughs> like a maniac around the grounds. Apparently, I and I it. was like, "Oh my god, that's so funny." She that has a cool. great sense of humor. Yeah, you yeah. have to. We honestly, for most, I think almost everyone, you know, loves the Queen. Yeah, for sure. It was a huge loss, but yeah, onwards, stiff upper lip, and all that.
0: That's right. <laughs> yep. <Yeah. laughs> Do you know that phrase? Is that a phrase? No, that's not a phrase. No, okay. One more time, but slower. Stiff,
1: On, a stiff upper lip. A stiff upper lip. It means you just kind of, you know, you maintain, you know, you bottle your feelings right. into your chest <laughs> and just, you know, stay so right. strong. Right. Stiff upper lip. Yes. Yeah, because
0: yeah, I would think like lower lip, because it quivers, you know, if you're if you're losing your emotions.
1: That would make sense. Uh, I um, just corrected, just blew an, your a, whole. An upper lip would just remind me of Elvis. Right. More than anything. Yes. Thing.
0: Yeah. So, so get that back home and tell them to correct it. Um, I'll, I'll give so. them
1: the feedback. I'm sure. <laughs> I'll report back with a full dossier.
0: All right. Well, thank you very much for being on the podcast. Thanks for having me. It was um, fun. Sorry it had to come at such a sensitive time um, in your life being um, Independence Day. But it Probably. is what it
1: is. I'm just going to go and sulk in a corner you for should. the whole day. You should.
0: Or just celebrate, you know. Sorry we beat you. It is what it is. That's no, life.
1: No, I'm just going to put earplugs <laughs> in my ear so I don't have fireworks. <laughs> I don't hear anything. <laughs> no, Turn <Yeah>. the music <laughs> up. <laughs> All
0: right, we'll close this episode out. Please uh, like and subscribe. Share this episode uh, on social media and whatnot. Um, and uh, we'll air on every Thursday for the most part, unless I get sick. And we'll see you guys next Thursday.